Hello, good afternoon. This is the Midday News. The news is live on Joy 99.7 in Accra, Love 99.5 in Kumasi and over 30 affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions, including Radio Justice Tamale, Radio Pando Pando, Fafa, Radio Joje and Jata FM Karaga. We are live on X Spaces, Facebook live stream and the My Joy Online interactive app. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrosol, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrosol, always a delightful experience and Duraplast Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDPE pipes and water tank where duroplast goes water flows coming up attorney general declares there's no evidence to support professor from pombwating's allegations that government officials are involved in illegal mining indeed investigations were conducted on the basis of that our report on it we're ready to show clearly a failure on the part of the professor to even cooperate he was invited a number of times to the police station he said he was just relying on the allegations containing his report and the allegations themselves really did not constitute any evidence at all we have exclusive details as the AG writes to the police directing that no person mentioned in Professor Frimpong Watton's report be prosecuted. Also, lawyers for IGP resist attempt to invite external witnesses as George Akufudampari faces his accusers in an in-camera session in Parliament. Proceedings would go on normally. We expect the chairman to make some unilateral decisions and we will raise objections where necessary. Apart from that... We'll be live in Parliament as a member of the IGP's legal team questions the relevance of his appearance. Uh, maybe the IGP's presence here should have been resisted a bit. But again, our client is very, very, very much inclined to answer any question and not give any suggestion that he has anything to hide. But the price that we are paying is what we are talking about. It affects our security. Also, ECG workers back management crackdown on errant workers captured in John News Expose, which highlighted staff illegally selling unapproved meters to customers at inflated prices. We as a national union always insist that when people are found to have uh, misconducted themselves, they should be taken through the due process. And in sports, Ghanaian businessman Daniel Macaulay expresses interest in buying English Premier League side Nottingham Forest. Also, investigation underway to establish how three te- technicians suffocated to death in a fuel reservoir at Koforidia in the eastern region. When they entered into the, the pit, they couldn't breathe because probably they might have been misled that the tank was containing this, but in actual sense, contained adulterated fuel. Much later, we take you to Liberia, where voting to elect a president and members of the Senate is underway. Thanks for choosing us. We are independent, fearless and credible. I'm Bernice Abubedu Lansa. It's a pleasure to have you here. The details now. Attorney General and Minister for Justice Gottfried Yabwadamu says there's no evidence to support claims by former Minister for Science and Environment, Professor Frimpong Boating, that some government officials and politically exposed persons are involved in illegal mining. You recall that a document authored by the former minister who was then in charge of government's fight against illegal mining mentioned ministers and senior government officials said to be involved in the menace. 
business. But the Attorney General, in a letter to the police CID, says no proper evidence was adduced against these persons. He's therefore recommended that none of them be prosecuted. Listen to the Attorney General, Godfrey Yabuadami, speaking to join us earlier. Yeah, but I think that's also important to indicate that evidence is critical and key. <laughs> about some six, seven months ago, we heard about this Professor Frippon Barton's um, allegations containing a report that they have to pay. Indeed, investigations were conducted on the basis of that. And uh, very soon, our report on it will be ready, and I'm sure it will be um, released to the public to study. It will show clearly a failure on the part of the professor to even cooperate. He was invited a number of times to the police station. He said he was just relying on the allegations containing his report. And the allegations themselves really did not constitute any evidence at all. I think that is the record to show. So when our report on, on that matter comes out, it will clearly indicate to you how evidence is key to unraveling all the um, various allegations as well as the persons behind the Kalamse activities. But I will note once again that evidence is very key and material to successful prosecution. The mere mention of a person in a report or in a letter to the police does not really constitute evidence in itself. That's Attorney General Godfrey Yabuadami. Kweku Asante of our Legal Affairs Desk joins me in studio because we've received a copy of that report uh, that the AG sent to the police. Kweku, first remind us of Professor Frimpompoateng's allegations. So a number of those allegations include Lord Kome, Charles Niteku and Frank Nsedu Bakwin, who are all workers in the Jubilee House. Professor Frimpompoateng said they were supporting or interfering with his fight against illegal mining. He also talked about Kojo Ponkroma on the 8th of February, assembling of a group of journalists and asking them to actually bring him down, Professor Frimpong Boateng. He also talked about one set Mante, a journalist with PSFM, who was also influencing the release of investi- uh, excavators that were seized. And one, Kwejo Usufriye, the late Sir John, who he said was actually parceling out forests and selling them for illegal mining. And, and how did the AG come to the conclusion that there was no evidence against these persons? Well, the, the, the Attorney General says, after a careful study of the report, the various documents, pen drives, and, in, and investigating and interrogating these persons, it is recorded that several attempts by the police to obtain further information from Professor Frimpong Boateng to substantiate the allegations made in the report to assist them to conduct further investigations proved futile. The professor refused to provide any further information to the police. He also declined to give a written statement, claiming in his report is an embodiment of a statement. So... The conclusion, therefore, by the Attorney General's Department is that the evidence is simply not there. Right, and the letter concludes by recommending that no prosecution be undertaken against these persons. Tell us more. Yes, according to this report to the CID written by Evelyn Kilson on behalf of the Attorney General, in the absence of any evidence on the docket in support of any of the allegations of illegal mining activities, we are unable to recommend the prosecution of any of the persons cited in the report. We, however, await the outcome of investigations being conducted in the case involving Seth Mante, John Furiata, and Ekoosi. Kwekwa Sancho of our Legal Affairs Desk. The now member of the Anti-Corruption Coalition, Eden Senanu, joins us on the line for more on this. Good afternoon to you, Mr. Senanu. What do you make of the AG's decision? Well, it's good, first of all, to note that they did not go to bed on this issue and that there were follow-up uh, investigations and a review of the docket. Um, but it's still a bit perplexing that there's absolutely no evidence. Uh, I mean, what strikes me is I do not hear that any of the individuals cited were also questioned 
uh, and that some of the details they did other investigations with other institutions to see what was going on. So, whereas there seems to have been a clear focus on Professor Frimpon Boateng himself, I'm wondering whether the other names alluded to, events alluded to, any effort was made to look at those issues and see whether some evidence could come out of that. Um, the good professor is around. It will also be interesting to find out from him his view on this conclusion of the matter. And Mr. Sananuso, do you think this is just the end of this matter? Should we just leave it at, at this? No, I don't think so. I, I think it will be good to hear Professor Frimpon Boateng's take on it. Uh, it is only after that that you can say it's done and dusted. Does he really think that there is no evidence? Are there some things he said that are not reflected in this position that has been put out by the AGs? Are there persons he thinks should have been engaged who have not been engaged? Events that were not followed on documents that he thinks they should have picked up from particular institutions that could have provided further information, better particulars. Um, I don't think it is done and dusted till we hear his view on the information he provided and the conclusion that has been drawn. Thanks for your time this afternoon. That's Adam Senanu. He's a member of the Anti-Corruption Coalition. This is the Midday News to some other stories. Now, lawyers for the IGP are resisting any attempt by Parliament's ad hoc committee probing the alleged plot to remove the IGP to invite external witnesses. The committee continues this hearing today in camera and all witnesses are before it are expected to tender their evidence, including witnesses who must testify. But lawyers for the IGP are of the view that their testimony are of no relevance to the investigations. They insist the committee has completed its work per its terms of reference. Samuel Imbura has more. The investigation into the alleged plot to remove the IGP has revealed intriguing revelations from the witnesses who have testified during the public hearings. Chief Daniel Bugrinabu, the central figure behind the tape, has shared his motivations and the story behind the recording. Senior police officers, COP Alex Mensah retired, and Superintendent Georgia Sari have also given their testimonies and requested an in-camera hearing to provide further details of their allegations. Even National Security Minister Abed Kandapar was invited and shared findings but declined to submit documents as evidence citing national security concerns. It's an interim report, but he will not share it with us because if you care to know, it's a national security document, it's not declassified. And in terms of law and the constitution, there's no way we share it with that. The committee took a substantial break to review and analyze the evidence presented to it. It resumes today for a comprehensive in-camera hearing. However, ahead of the hearing, lead counsel for the IGP, Kwame Jan, expresses dissatisfaction with the committee chairman, Samuel Athachia, and signals strong opposition to inviting external witnesses. The chairman is operating as if he is a sole commissioner, and we are going to use all necessary legal means at the hearing not to accept this, and I will protect my client's interests to the best of my ability. This is my oath as a lawyer, and we will resist any attempt by the chairman or the committee to bring any extraneous person to come and testify. On the other hand, Lawyers for Superintendent George Asari challenge the IGP's legal team to resist the invitation of external witnesses if they have nothing to hide. To say that you are going to resist, it presupposes that maybe you have some skeletons hiding in your cupboard and you think these witnesses are going to expose you. Meanwhile, 
the lawyers representing the IGP accusers have written to a parliamentary ad hoc committee requesting protection for their witnesses. Samuel Mbura with that report. Let's head to Parliament because Samuel is there for us today. Um, Samuel, first tell us if all the witnesses have appeared uh, in Parliament today. Yes, I can confirm that um, the witnesses uh, before the uh, committee, um, I was told P.O.P. Alex Mensa, I didn't see him myself, but I was told by my sources uh, he is before the committee. But I saw Superintendent George Asari, um, whom we know is a star witness in this uh, case, and then the IGP appearing for the committee. Yes, um, the IGP was the first person to um, face the committee, and he's, he's done. He's just stepping out. I've been told, reliably told, from my sources that he has an equally important um, national assignment. So he has to take leave um, of the committee. By the moment, his lawyers are before the um, committee, and then the in-camera hearing um, continues. And that's, so does that mean that the cross-examination didn't happen at all? Uh, that is what it's, it means at the moment. Um, he, with what he has at hand, he decided to ask for a leave, and the committee has uh, granted. So his lawyers would take over the rest of the proceedings, per the information I'm getting. And Samuel, quickly, you've been speaking to his lawyers. What have they been telling you? The lead counsel, lawyer Kwame Jan, is of the view that witnesses cannot invite witnesses. They are supposed to speak for themselves, and they will resist any attempt for the committee to invite extra witnesses in the hearing. Our expectations are that the proceedings would go on normally. We expect the chairman to make some unilateral decisions and we would raise objections where necessary. Apart from that, we are not expecting any bombshells. You're not expecting bombshells? No. But you are raising concerns about extraneous witnesses. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That the chairman might want to do that. Mm. And we would use the legal means to resist that. You are going to object it? And very strongly. Are you saying their presence is inconsequential? They are, it, not just inconsequential, but it is also against procedure. Mm. And now, Samuel, another lawyer representing the IGP, Kofi Bento, has been questioning the relevance of uh, the IGP's appearance today of the view that um, the committee for its terms and references uh, has exhausted all its needs and it thinks uh, moving forward with the internet hearing and getting extra witnesses will be an overstretch of the investigation. There is a high cost for the whole country to pull the head of the internal security service, the head of administration of the 50,000 strong Ghana police force and let him be here answering questions on behalf of his subordinates. So the questions that are being asked him, what essentially is going on is being, we are forcing the IGP to answer to his subordinates. The point that has to be made is that the police service has elaborate, sufficient, okay, systems to deal with queries, critique, and whatever it is. So on another level, we will say that uh, maybe the IGP's presence here should have been resisted a bit. But again, our client is very, very, very much inclined to answer any question and not give any suggestion that he has anything to hide. But That's a lawyer.
Kofi Bentil. He represents the IGP in this matter. Samuel Mbura is still in parliament for us and we'll be furnishing you with updates in subsequent bulletins. Now, this afternoon, the Public Utility Workers Union, Pool is back in ECG management's crackdown on some of the staff captured in the John News expose. The piece highlighted how some ECG staff illicitly sell unapproved meters to customers at inflated prices. ECG has sent queries to its staff who were caught on tape with strict disciplinary proceedings expected to follow. Here are highlights of our investigative piece. We lose over a billion Ghana cities in illegal connections. Why? This revelation is alarming. But one fact that did not come up in the discussion is the faces behind this nation wrecking activity. The Joy News investigative team decided to visit ECG offices in three regions to ascertain the extent of the kanker. At the Accra East Regional Office and Sub-Transmission Office near Makola, I met Abraham, an ECG staff at the meter's office. He said a separate meter which ordinarily goes for 800 Ghana CDs, will cost me 2,000 CDs. He showed me documents he had processed for a different customer, but was willing to transfer it to me, only if I would pay the amount. This one reduces it a little for me. I give you 1,005 when I come for it, and I give you the balance. Oh, okay, no Speaking to John News, General Secretary of Pool, Michael Nyantichi, condemned the actions of the staff caught on tape and urged ECG's management to deal with them in accordance with the rules. We do not support any kind of such uh, activities by individuals within or outside the company who are doing uh, anything that is working against the progress of uh, ECG as an entity. So... For those who are involved, who have been uh, captured in the documentary or by any other evidence, we condemn such acts without any reservation. Those who are found culpable in these measures, we should always deal with them according to due process. Michael Nyantich is General Secretary of Pool. Let's now speak to ranking member on the Mines and Energy Committee in Parliament, John Jinapo. Good afternoon to you, Mr. Jinapo. First, what's your reaction to our latest expose? That's too much. Hello, Mr. Jinapo. Can you hear me, please? I can hear you. Right. I was asking your reaction to uh, the details of our expose. Uh, first of all, let me commend you. You've done a very good job. But for your work, this issue that is in creeping wouldn't come to the fore. It is not a new phenomena of late. If you talk to a lot of people, they will tell you that getting meters tends to be very, very difficult. And that before you pay for a meter, even though it's supposed to be free, because it's captured as a pass-through in the tariff build-up, people pay huge sums of money. Some people pay up to 2,000 CD for them to assess meters. I think that there should be a review of all these metering systems. Like in the telecom sector, why can't ECG have a chip or a card where people can go and get their meter? All you need will be that card to be inserted in it like a mobile phone. You can buy any mobile phone, but to assess MTN or Vodafone, you need a special chip. Why are we in this old-fashioned system of even storing meters in warehouses and all that. I think that there should be a review. Right. 
so that we can deal with this issue. Uh, Mr. Dubik Mahama, the ECG boss, says there are enough meters and he's actually urging all of us to go directly to their offices to get these meters. But what do you know? Are there really meters? No reasonable Ghanaian would want to go through middlemen when they know that they can get the meters easily. And so I would rather urge the ECG and they should do to do a very, very critical review of its own sector. The truth is when you go there, it's very difficult to get a meter. They frustrate you and those who want to do the right thing end up experiencing undue delay. And so it's not as if Ghanaians enjoy going through middlemen. It is the frustration and the roadblocks at their offices that create these problems. Finally, is your committee looking into this matter? We are on recess and this just come to attention. I'm sure that once we resume in this month, I'll raise it up with the chairman and leadership and uh, we can get ECG to appear and respond. I appreciate your time this afternoon. That's Ranking Member on the Mines and Energy Committee in Parliament, John Ginapo. Now, the three persons who died in a fuel tank at Efidiase may have been misled. That's according to the National Disaster Management Organization. The three, identified as Ashi, Octopus and Jonathan, were among five technical experts hired by the Produce by Company workshop to maintain a fuel reservoir at the Cocobot office in Efidiase. Explaining circumstances surrounding the incident to John, his Deputy Director of NADMO at the new drabbing North Municipal Assembly, Kankam Trimesi, said their pre- preliminary investigations have revealed that the company failed to disclose the exact content of the tank to the workers. The situation he believes may have led to their neglect of safety measures on site. What our investigation can say is uh, when they entered into the, the pit, they couldn't breathe because probably they might have been misled that uh, the tank was containing diesel. But in actual sense, it contained uh, adulterated uh, fuel. That is probably there might have been maybe petrol or other chemical being mixed. Which means that they did not enter this tank with uh, the appropriate protective gears. It could be possible because when we got them out from the pit, they were not having any such things on them. Is this something you think could have been prevented? To be very sincere, it is early days that we can emphatically pinpoint something. But what I can say is they might have been misled. They might have been misled. By, by who? But to believe that the content was uh, diesel. They, they might have been misled by who? By people who contracted them. I can't really emphatically say mm. who or who, but what the uh, the two guys who didn't, who, who were uh, ordinary missing, who didn't die, eh? those mm. guys, they told us that when they were coming, the leader of their team, that is the Mr. Ashi, told them that they are going to work on a diesel reservoir. And uh, per their uh, experience and per my knowledge that I know, diesel mixed with water cannot uh, suffocate someone. But you have the Deputy Director of NADMO, the New Drabbing North Municipal Assembly, Daniel Kankamtrumisi, speaking to my colleague James Averji. You're listening to the Midday News here on Joy 99.7 FM. Still to come, we take you to Liberia, where voting to elect a president and members of the Senate is underway. Also, T.S. Flower Miss Songs of Praise as Archbishop Porter Gels joins 80 other schools at the 1-8 stage of the NSMQ.
solve a problem like Maria. It's the happiest sound of all time. For one day only on the 14th of October, Arab Productions and Banner Rocker Consults presents Rogers and Hammerstein's all-time family favorite, The Sound of Music. The place to be is the National Theater. There'll be three shows. First show, 12 p.m. Second show, 4 p.m. Third show, 8 p.m. Come see all your favorite stars on stage. Clemento Suarez, Elvis Crystal, and Na Ashokor. Tickets are selling for 150 cities regular and 250 cities VIP and 500 Ghana cities for a family of four. Ticket outlets are Airport Shell, Max March 37, and ANC Mall. Habil's Couture at Jiringano and the front desk of Joy FM. For more information, call us on 057-08-01119. Sponsors, Stambic Bank, Transglobal Logistics, DPO, Awakening or Water, Jabali, Mellow Drinks, Habil's Couture, Media Partners, Joy FM. The hills are alive with the sound of music. Hi there, this is Lucy Quist, author of the book and convener of the conference, The Bold New Normal 2023. After a groundbreaking event last year, I am personally inviting you to this year's Mindset Shifting Conference. In addition to our seasoned speakers who will share invaluable insights, I will host the masterclass. Visit Lucy Quist on YouTube to view last year's sessions. Make a date with us at Pearly Gate Gardens in East Ligon at 8 a.m. on the 21st of October, 2023. We will start at 8 a.m. sharp. Visit lucyquist.com or Ego Tickets to purchase your in-person or virtual seats. You can also dial star 713, star 33, star 52 hash. Come, let's take action to create our African prosperity together. See you. The stage is set for Africa's most prestigious awards event. Join us to celebrate the men of the year at the 8th EMY Africa Awards on Saturday, the 14th of October at the Grand Arena, Accra International Conference Center. Red carpet starts at 6 p.m. Our partners include the Diaspora Affairs Office of the President of Ghana, Joy FM, Joy Prime TV, Rhythms Africa, the Labadi Beach Hotel, our sponsors, NLA 590 Mobile, Arocha Ghana, Go Energy, Flora Tissues, Woodin, DVO Ghana, and Special Ice Water. Supported by EY Ghana, Caveman Watches, Baggett Ghana, Joe Persky, M Pedigree, MacBancy Perfumes, Aswavo Security, and Ambiance by Talata. For more information, call 020 2018870 The 8th EMY Africa Awards Inspiring Greatness Thanks for staying on the Midday News here on Joy 99.7 FM is now time for sports and Daniel Cranting has the latest Hi, Benes. Let's go straight into the stories. And Ghanaian businessman Daniel Macaulay has expressed interest in buying English Premier League side Nottingham Forest. The chief executive officer of the Magdan Group of Companies made this statement at the Joy Sports and Joy Business Thought Leadership event last night. According to Mr. Macaulay, such a bold step, if it materializes, will go a long way in advertising the country. Don't take yourself serious. Who should take you serious? The only team I support in the world apart from Oli is nottingham forest i have been an ardent supporter of nottingham forest when nottingham was in even the third division why 
because I want to buy that team. Okay. I, I want to buy Nottingham Forest. Imagine with all this development going on, Madame buy Nottingham Forest, and every time you see about 60% of the players in the English live from Ghana. That was the CEO of McDonald Group of Companies, Daniel Macaulay. Bring that into sports. Back to you, Benis. Thank you so much. And our 21-year-old Melsa, if you are not sure, had to choose work instead of furthering her education so she can help her younger siblings get educated. Hannah Odame has the rest of the story in today's edition of our Stories of Hope. She's had to put on hold pursuing her education. The aspiring journalist Melsa Ifia Anochoa is now hungry to make money because she has siblings to take care of. I wanted to become a journalist, but I packed it because there was no financial support. So I had to stop work and support my mom to take care of my other siblings. I want to work hard, get money because I don't want to be depending on anybody or become a burden or a liability for anybody. Her hard work in customer service and her spot from one good company to another. This time, go, go, wash. I really like the job and I'm not considering on going to school now. I want to learn more and become perfect before I go to school. Considering the notion that car washing is associated to males, Melsa said she's actually surprised to be receiving only commendations. When I go to some of the customers, they, they will be like, ah, why are you the only girl with guys and why are you doing this kind of work? I don't feel bad, I don't feel embarrassed, but I, I am happy because it's like you're exceptional and it's, you are the only girl working with guys. One of her driving forces is her CEO, Gerlene August, whose positive words keep sparing her on. My madam, the way she talks about me and she praises me, it makes me feel like I want to go more and do more. Hano Dami with today's edition of our Stories of Hope. Now, tears flow and make songs of praise as Archbishop Porter Gels whisked the last slot to join 80 other schools at the 1-8 stage of the NSMQ. This was after a death tie break around against St. Monica's SHS. Imano Bradquick, who caught up with the students after their nerve-wracking moment. So, the radical equation, the Q root of the expression 3X plus 7. Yes, I mean, well, hold on, hold on, let the dog, let me hear you. Read it the bell. Go ahead. X is equal to negative five. How do you feel? How do you feel? How do you feel? Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We are grateful, Lord. Lord, yes. Awesome, God. Archbishop Porter girls, they are crying. I am a student right here crying after a tiebreaker between St. Monica's SHS to qualify to the one eight stage.